We live, we live, Vivid Nectar Podcast, episode 236. And some of the topics we're going to be covering here is episode 235, Shane Ramos. We're definitely going to be talking about that. Uh, going from their podcast episode scheduling, PNB Rock, album of the year for me, Kit Cudi Intergalactic album, New Metro Boomin'. Yo, we finally getting some new Metro booming. Jack Harlow, lyricist of the year nomination and DJ Khaled. One month later, how it has it been a month or more, more in-depth thoughts to the album instead of the usual 30, 60 second bites I have on Instagram reels and behind the scenes on the Shake Shack reel that I recently uploaded. Food reviews official, official is finally here. So let's get started. Episode 235, Shane Ramos. If you haven't listened to it yet, what you doing with yourself? Press pause, go back to that episode, listen to it, come back over here. If you have listened to the episode, let me know your thoughts. Thank you for your support. Um, drop a review down on streaming platforms or DM me on Vivid Nectar. As far as the episode in itself, loved it. Grateful for the opportunity to for, Sh- uh, for Shane to come into this platform. First time having a special guest. First time, you know, me myself really doing an interview and the conversation on there, man, it just felt genuine beforehand and even after the podcast. Knowing Shane for the past couple of years as an artist has been dope. It has been dope, um, the small engagements we had, um, knowing his work, so on and so forth. But to actually have a conversation, get to know him was incredible. And Shane, if you're listening to this, again, thank you. Super grateful. Real dope individual. I sort of talk like to you and then third person. All right. So going on from there. Podcast episode scheduling. Man, when these episodes dropping, when, when are we going to have a consistent episode? Uh, yeah, uh, consistent episode schedule. Well, when to expect it. I know previously, about two weeks ago, or maybe a little bit more, I said I wanted to drop four to five episodes around 10, 15 minutes. And that didn't pan out. I didn't upload. I didn't upload for a good bit. Now, I want to say thank you for your patience. And the reason why I didn't upload as well, I wasn't prioritizing the podcast because I needed to spend my time prioritizing other parts of the business before I could. I I didn't want to stretch myself thin. And honestly, I'm more, I'm hard on myself when it comes to this because every day it was like during that time, I was like, damn, I could be recording, but. I needed to organize myself. I needed to understand how I wanted to facilitate my content, how I'm going to go about it and, you know, handle it, handle it in a way where I'm not burning myself out. I'm able to enjoy my life, spend time with the family and, of course, give the best version of myself. Not even a matter of, oh, man, I don't feel like I could do a perfect episode or have everything perfectly done. No, it's just a, I need to make sure if I do prioritize the time, not, not do, when I do. Every other parts of the business is on lock. Like I got it down. We got it organized. It's oh man, I still got like 30 other things to do. No, no, no. I wanted to take things one step at a time for when it is time for me to come back. We here and we going a hundred every single time. We going a hundred every single time. I promise y'all. Now, what are we going to be looking like going forward from now? What are we going to be looking like? Um, there goes another, um, I'm trying, I'm trying to work on this y'all. Expect two episodes minimum every week. The goal as far as time frame is 30 plus minutes, multiple topics in one episode. And of course, if I wouldn't, if I don't upload more than two episodes, 
one thing that I'm going to be enjoying of doing these 30 minutes plus is just taking bits and pieces from these episodes and dropping smaller bites for anything that, you know, I want to highlight anything that was missed or, you know, sometimes enjoying the shorter form content on here. For those of you that are going to be watching the full 30, 40 plus, I appreciate y'all. As far as topics, I've said this before. Sometimes I, uh, I want to break down some of the reels that I post. That's going to continue on. Anime and manga is returning. Damn, I've been missing like three weeks of One Piece. I've been wanting to talk to y'all about it, but trust me, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, the usual music, music, anime, manga. Well, mainly manga. I don't. I don't watch too much anime except JoJo Bizarre Adventure, y'all. I'm, I'm hyped. To talk about that and um, some other things. Content creation. Some of the obstacles I've been facing. Success stories, failures, and then some day to day life conversations. Man. Yeah, definitely. Those are the topics to be expecting, of course. And we're going to see how we do this week. Now, as far as specific days for podcast scheduling, I can't give that to you yet. I just know two days out of the week, guarantee. Oh, yeah. And expect more interviews. Expect more. I, I wouldn't say interview interviews, but expect. Or should I even say expect? Nah, we gonna, yeah, I'm going to say expect. Um, You know, in the future, I do plan on having more guests. Now, is it going to be a thing where every week we're going to be having a guest? No, I'm not going to force it to every week. Oh, we got to do it. But when it happens, I will do a better job of announcing it. That way you guys could be aware of it instead of just like, man, he's just going to randomly drop an episode on us. And then after like gone for two weeks, again, thank you for your patience. We're working on this. I'm working on this. Now, PNB Rock, extremely unfortunate, you know, having to lose another artist to gun violence. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it throughout the entire week, whether it's conversations being had about the location, whether about having security, whether, whether you know, how can as a high profile rapper, celebrity wearing these chains to these places, I just, I want to give my piece. I'm not going to regurgitate every little detail because for the most part, it's already been talked about. We've already seen it. We've already read it. Um, you know, long live PNB Rock. We understand, at least I understand. We've lost too many rappers due to gun violence. And going to an area, whether whether he was aware of it or not, where gang, gang politics, people in general, they ain't rocking with you, not the smartest move. It isn't. Unfortunately, Unfortunate things went the way they did, whether we want to talk about the location being dropped, whether we talk about wearing jewelry, it's it's all unfortunate. Then a couple of things to note here, you know, even for the regular, regular people, for the regular folks, if you ain't celebrities, always be aware of the area you're in. Always be aware of your location, who's going to be knowing your location is always crucial and important. And most importantly, how are you presenting yourself? Or do you have valuable assets on you, near you? Is it something that you're going to need security for? Is something to be aware of? These are all crucial for your survival. And the one thing that hurts the most is the amount of, you know, how many times have we seen this? How many times have these messages been sent? How many times have these discussions been discussed before it happens again and again? Now, you know, this isn't to say, oh, this is their fault, his fault for anything. But it's just, we got to be prepared. We have to be prepared for, you know, the unexpected. 
unfortunately. Now, I wanted to take a different approach when it comes to this. Instead of just focusing solely on all the events that transpi- transpired, I want to remember PNB Rock. That's, you know, I want to discuss some of the music. I'm not a PNB Rock fan, right? You know, the past couple years, but in 2017, when he dropped Going Through the Motions, man, I was loving it. I have vivid uh, memories of, you know, going to the gym, just working out to multiple songs off the album. I think, of course, we all, we all, for the most part, love Selfish. And that was the track that I started the album with. Every now and then, I, I would have started with Attention, but I was like, nah, this album for me starts with Selfish. And, you know, you're singing it out and everything. Going on from Plans to Rage, Rev, uh, Range Rover to Notice Me, man. I remember 2017, Notice Me. I was in my feels a bit. I was in my feels, usually around the fall time, which it, coincidentally, it just became the fall time. And I would just sing to myself, Notice Me. I was like, damn, being rock. PNB Rock killing it over here. And going forward, as far as actual projects, this was the one PNB Rock, uh, PNB Rock project that I loved and really resonated with at the time. Going from there, I wasn't, you know, like I said, wasn't the biggest fan. Uh, a couple singles here and there that would that I would enjoy. I would notice his vocals. The track with Too Many Years, there we go. Too Many Years with Kodak Black. Loved it. Now, Changes, I believe. Yeah, Changes with X, phenomenal. I, I can't, I, I couldn't believe the first time hearing it. There's like, oh yeah, X and PNB rock. All right, I'm really rocking with this. I'm, I'm loving it. And these are, you know, certain tracks, certain albums that I resonated with, had a, a joyful experience listening to PNB rock. And how can I forget the unforgettable freestyle that he did? Like this, his version, the, the live freestyle bit. I remember replaying that 24-7. I'm like, damn, they need to have this like the on the official version. And then uh, an official version was released, I believe. I was like, you know what? I think I'm rocking more with the live. It sounds more raw. And, you know, long live PNB Rock. Condolences. Condolences to the family and relatives. On It's unfortunate situation that happened. One thing we could take, one thing we could take from this is if, if there's any music from PNB Rock that you enjoyed, or you, you know, speak about it. Play the songs. Let's enjoy the art that he left behind. And, you know, for the rest of us right here, be prepared for the unexpected and be aware. It's crucial. Now, we're heading into the fourth quarter. Albums of the year. It's getting to that point that unless, you know, unless you Metro booming, who else really has the capabilities of dropping an album of the year? That's expected. I'm not now, I'm, you know, I can't predict Frank Ocean dropping an album. We can't just predict a random, not random, an unexpected artist. Oh, if he were to drop, it will be out there. I mean, yeah, but someone that we're more or less expecting. All right. But before we get, before I get into Metro Boomin', album of the year for me, for me, an album that not only for me holds incredible replayability, but truly, truly, Made me smile every time I listened to the album. I went through, I went to the concert for an album that from start to finish, except for one track. Y'all know how I feel about this track. Has blown all expectations. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. For me so far, it's album of the year. And one great trait that I have for albums, amazing albums, is when I have a different favorite song every other week or month. That's Something Mr. Morale, honestly, every Kendrick album, every Kendrick album is doing excellently for me. Right now, Count Me Out, 
Come on, man. Come on, man. I think we go agree. I love when you count me out. Amazing track. But all in all, seeing as how Kendrick, his flows, I believe his flows have evolved to a level where I didn't think it continuously just keep going at the pace that it did. Loving the flows on Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers chorus. Plenty of the topics um, discussed on the album. And the Kodak features, the Kodak appearances through everything out of the loop in a great way. I was like, all right, first time hearing the Kodak, I was like, okay, is this just for the vocals? Oh, we getting features? Oh, wait, there is more Kodak? Everything from the way the rollout was handled, finally getting bits and pieces of information, how it's going to be, be, how it's going to be played live. Uh, eventually, the heart part five. And then going from there, even though I have a bit of a gripe with uniting, United in Grief being the intro, I felt like it should have been N95. To still have, to still have tracks in there that are bangers. Like I'm talking about, you getting hyped, you getting hyped to have tracks that are more conscious, self-reflective, going on past traumas and how to push yourself forward and overcome those traumas. And not just for the sake of traumas, but Kendrick's journey into fatherhood, something that I resonate with being a father, it was all incredibly well done, handled everything from the production to the mixing, chef's kiss, that's bien. Like this is a Michelin five-star meal right here. Currently, Mr. Miranda Big Steppers has album of the year for me. And if I were to get a close second, not honestly, I'm gonna be real. I'm not even gonna say close second. The only other album really that I'm still spinning that I'm like, it is up there for album of the year. Well, two recently would be Pusha T, It's Almost Dry, and Jid the Forever Story. The Forever Story, man. One thing that surprised me about the Forever Story was just the singing in certain parts and the crazy flows, man. I believe Hip Hop Numbers, he posted the amount of flow switches in the Forever Story. I spoke about those stats recently, but listening through one track, hearing Jit just go crazy with his jittery flows, ballistic, dual wheel, Uzi on a track, and then elegantly being able to change up the pace to where, you know, just smoother vocals, transitioning to different songs, different sequencing. Incredible. Right now, Mr. Mar on the Big Steppers, we'll see how Jid the Forever Story ages and Pusha T, it, he, he up there. He up there with it's almost dry. Now, Kid Cudi Intergalactic is finally dropping this month. This is an album and series, series. I've been anticipating for about two, three years. For those of you that have been following me on the gram, I remember reporting on any bit of information we could with this as far as Netflix when it's, when it's dropping. And then COVID happened. <laughs> and then COVID happened everything slowed down and we're finally here Intergalactic Kid Cudi I'm loving the creativity I'm loving the visuals and the colors the fact that this is like an album soundtrack to the show Netflix partnering up with Kid Cudi I'm loving this I'm loving having artists collaborate with these studios to create a bigger more vivid picture I'm all for it I also want to see him live too I just want to throw that out there I don't know what happened I think he was supposed to come to the O for a show and then it got removed. I'm not too sure, but I'm extremely hyped for Intergalactic. Of course, the name by itself, some of the imagery I've seen on the show, I love anything, you know, slightly when it comes to just intergalactic visuals, I'm all on board, all on board. And for features, you know what? Why not? I would love, I would love to see another Willow feature on a Kid Cudi project. Maybe even Jaden as well. 
Rose Golden Willow. Yeah, there it is. Rose Golden is a track that I was just like, this works mad crazy. Like this right here feels like a psychedelic, like a psychedelic hammer going into my head and just creating a bunch of frequencies. It just blew me away, blew me away. Uh, that's a feature I would love to see on Intergalactic. I'm hyped for September 30th when this show drops and I can't wait to see how the narrative is going to go as far as, hey, Kid Cudi, you just got done with a relationship. He's seen a new girl. He got the dog being like, hey, man, you know, why you got to, why you got to rush into these things? You enjoying so on and so forth. Loving the trailer. Metro Boomin, November 4th, new album. This is, I wouldn't say it was too much a surprise. We were so, not that we were supposed to expect it. But it's been rumored. It's been speculated. He said a couple of things, but to finally know, Metro Boomin, Heroes and Villains, November 4th, a continuing the sort of staying on that villains and heroes topic or like the piss previous album, not all heroes wear capes and now heroes and villains. I want to say this is a sequel to his past album. And if his past album is any sign for this, it's going to be, again, this is an album that can contend for album of the year. Metro booming. What? You crazy for doing this in the fourth quarter, man. He's really going to go out and say, I'm going I'm to end I'm going to end 2022 with a bang. Y'all going to love this. Extremely high. I mean, come on. Now, we we going we gonna to be loving the Travis Scott. We already know Travis Scott going to be on there. We know Thug going to be on there. Gunna going to be on there. And when they all when they all teaming up with Metro Boomin, well, man, we're going to be talking about tracks. Arguably, not just album of the year, but tracks of the year. We're going gonna, gonna to be getting some hits. We're going to be getting some aggressive tag. We're going to be having tracks like Interlude, uh, the Travis Scott Interlude on Not All Heroes Wear Capes were. I mean, y'all seen the memes, the floaty memes, but truly something that in the dark, you're just going to transcend to dimensions. You're going to be transcending to dimensions. Extremely hyped for that. And this is the part where we're going to be having a little bit of fun. Jack Harlow being in the top lyricist nominations for the BET. Now, I'm not the biggest fan when it comes to award shows. The only reason why I'm speaking on this is because I was right. Because I was right. And I told y'all, I told y'all on the first class review video, the corny bars on this track and on his album are the reason people are loving him so much. There's a reason why I love Jack Harlow. Now, compared to his previous album, I don't know what happened. I felt like this was just, hey, let's just feed, let's just feed the fans for a bit. However, the corny bars on there, they, they're so bad. That I enjoy them. And that's a thing. Being corny and a bit cringy at times from what I've noticed can get people to support a lot more because I feel it could relate to like, damn, you corny and cringy just like me. Oh, oh yeah, we supporting this. But sometimes the bars are just so dumb that they go stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like they're so dumb that they go stupid and you can't help but sing along with it. We got to talk about that pineapple line because I've been seeing memes nonstop ever since it dropped. But one thing I understood was it's going to be talked about. People are going to be are going to be having fun with it. By fun with the try like, you know, roasting it. And it's going to gain enough traction to where it's so bad where you sort of got a question was this done purposely? Purposely to the point where, oh yeah, we're going to contend for top lyricists. That's how great. <laughs> that's how great these bad bars are. They're so bad that they're going to be appreciated and we're going to make it to the top. <laughs> In all seriousness, I, I man, we we can't be taking these awards so seriously when it comes to top lyricists. I mean, they ain't gonna be having Grisilda all the time. They ain't gonna be having Pusha T and all, you know Kendrick and all these people. They gonna be 
they're going to be putting people in like Jack Harlow. Now, he hasn't won. I believe in one of the reels I made, I said that Jack Harlow won. He's been nominated. Honestly, I don't even remember anybody else that's nominated. That's a bad thing, too. I could search it up, but I'll be giving the BET too much credit. But one thing, uh, the takeaway I want from here, the grand takeaway is bad bars can be appreciated. I was right about First Class going number one, even with the corny bars and people appreciating Jack Harlow's music or enjoying it due to some of the cringy bars, man. It is a thing. Like Drake with a chain and Tatum. Come on, man. Come on. It's a thing. Going from there, DJ Khaled. God did. You know what? I enjoyed my time with the album. I genuinely enjoyed my time with a DJ Khaled. I discussed it. I didn't want to go with a mindset of, oh God, another DJ Khaled. Because honestly, aside from the memes and some of the personal gripe I might have again with with I might have with DJ Khaled having against Tyler with the mysterious music. Because you know, I'm a Tyler fan out here. I might even say Stan. He does drop great singles. As far as projects, we know the deal. I, I've never enjoyed any of his album covers. The sequencing could be better. But God did. We have some great singles on here. My biggest gripe I've discussed is no secret. The intro to an album loses a lot of steam right away. You know, having this God did messaging. And for the second track being titled God did self-titled. But it's not the intro. And as grand as it was with Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. But the out land this whole feature and that isn't the intro track we're having issues we're having a disconnect and i also blame some of this on the fact that dj khaled is a yes man to drake if dj khaled and drake were chopping it up and this man said hey you know what you should have this for your intro it's going to be great and have you listened to that intro before i continue have you listened to that intro i don't even remember what drake said all i know it was a waste of 47 seconds 47 seconds of my life wasted. <coughs> Hold on. Take two. I'm coughing. Oof. All right. I'm back. I'm getting used to speaking for this amount of time. But completely wasted. Irrelevant. It wasn't even great. And I was so hyped up and amped because Drake is known to have great intros. I love Drake intros on albums. It's one of those things I look forward to. Champagne poetry. A song that I'm going to continuously not just hype up, but I'm going to praise continues to keep that alive. So to see this being as disappointing as it was, almost threw me out of the loop. I think I think because of that, I ended up listening to the Forever Story. I know, I listened to God Did before the Forever Story. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Alexander? But going from there to God Did, I was like, all right, this is, everything's being tied up perfectly from the marketing to the tracks. And I, I've said this, Jay-Z's verse was so crazy. What was the point of having Rick Ross and Wayne on there? Really, what was the point? I mean, if whole rapping for three plus minutes or get move everybody out the way, especially with the flexes we got on there. All right, if we flexing this hard, get everybody else out of here because it's going to feel like filler. We're just going to keep skipping through and everything else, is it, it ain't going to matter. Use this gospel Kanye West, Eminem. Man, listen, it felt weird. It felt weird being placed after God did. Now, as far as the themes, not really as far as, you know, keeping everything that God did, use this gospel, some of the trials and tribulations that Eminem and Kanye had to go through. But it's just the fact that this song is so attached to Jesus is King for me that when I heard it here, it just felt like, felt like this should have been a bonus track. Even though it was revamped, 
the track was, you know, revamped. It's like Useless Gospel 2.0 on the instrumental. It just, I don't know, just didn't quite sit right with me. But I, it was a bit enjoyable. Eminem, he did I. He did I. I, I enjoyed him reflecting on his past for the moments. Um, reflecting on his past, going through these moments, and of course, everything being, going towards God. God being God-driven. But aside from that, from useless gospel to big time, that's where I feel the dis- the disconnect was just weird. Like we could have just used this gospel, kept it as a bonus somewhere else. And then from God did like, all right, we holy right now. But first we, we're going to go big time. Future and little baby. Keep going. Dirk and 21 Savage and party with Quavo and take off. Listen, this is a three track run. Not that it's, you know what? I'm going to say it slept on. This three track run right here is definitely slept on. Impressive from DJ Khaled. And I always feel, now, I believe DJ Khaled, when it comes to having some hard-hitting hip-hop tracks, hip-hop focused track with rappers, it works out. It works out for the best. And it just flows incredible. Staying alive, Drake and Lil Baby. Yo. Something, something I, I've discussed this. I've discussed it. I'm going to go into more details. Drake isn't pushing the boundaries when it comes to music. He's not. And not for, you know, to make something genre defining or innovative but for himself i was just like all right staying alive staying alive it's got some rhythm it's a bit catchy but it isn't it isn't anything we haven't heard before i mean we've heard this done better honestly like life is good as far as the hook on there it's a lot better than staying alive and with previous collaborations with little baby wants and needs girls need girls if we're gonna go that singing route we got girls needs girls which is a way better track with some great quotables, by the way. I, you know, like I mentioned earlier with Jack Harlow, with his bad bars. Um, you know, girls, uh, what was it? What was it? Said that you were a lesbian girl, me too. I mean, that's, that's incredibly cringy, but we rocking with it, right? See how it works here? Anyhow, wants to need a bar-driven track where Lil Baby and Lil Baby and Drake, they bodied it. They bodied it. They have a specific chemistry together where we don't need to sort of strip ourselves down for the sake of going commercial. Drake can continue to sing and rap. Lil Baby could go crazy on the bars and the track is going to have longevity. It's going to be a hit. It's going to be loved and appreciated. With Staying Alive, it felt stripped back. It felt minimalistic. It felt like... um. It felt as if Drake was like, all right, I already got I already got the blueprint for this based off other songs I did. And Lil Baby, he did his thing, but he didn't sound as hungry as once and needs. And with that, I've spoken about how how often Lil Baby drops music. I am experiencing a little bit of Lil Baby fatigue, and I'm hoping for his album, depending on the features and how it's done. Hopefully we get some some features I wouldn't expect. Hopefully that breaks the fatigue I have just because it's just like, all right, little baby. If you're not, if you're not giving quotables in the track, I've, I've more or less already heard what, what kind of song you're going to drop. So staying alive overall, staying alive, just average. And that's the part that kills me because I don't, I don't expect average with little baby and Drake. I don't. But beautiful with Future and SZA. Yo, SZA said, you know, that just saying with, oh my God. I was about to sing her verse, but let me slow down here in the podcast. Y'all ain't here to hear me sing. This was a song I actually dreamt about. I remember my dream playing this song and waking up and I was like, I need to hear this again. I need to hear this again. A definitely a highlight on the album that commercially from what I'm seeing, I, I, I'm noticing a lot of people are 
keen on this track, which DJ Khaled did great putting Future and SZA together. Anytime we're getting some new SZA is heavily appreciated because we don't know what's going on with TDE, but we've been long overdue new SZA for a long time. And this is honestly the first half of the album, except for No Secret and Using This Gospel, starts off incredibly well. We start dropping a bit with It Ain't Safe with Nardo Wick. I just don't appreciate, not I don't appreciate, I don't enjoy Nardo Wick's verse and voice as much. This could have been, this could have been just Kodak. I would have been rocking with it. Let's pray Don Tolliver and Travis Scott, man. Abra, the instrumental on here is weird. It's almost like it's playing backwards, but it's not. It feels like I'm tra- traversing through time to a certain extent. Am I being, am I being too much with it? Most likely, but... Love the fact we got these two link up together, especially since I believe Flocky, Flocky, and you was the last time we got these two together. So finally getting them back again, something to be excited for. And the rest of the album, honestly, not that it's forgettable, but I don't, I don't, I'm not listening to the rest of it. Maybe Way Past Luck with 21 Savage, but that's about it. Everything else, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm for, I wouldn't say forgettable, but I'd be forgetting it. Overall, DJ Khaled, God did. I know I felt like a mini review. DJ Khaled, God did. Pick the singles you enjoy. Listen to them. Have the time of your life. Don't expect something extremely cohesive. And even the track sequencing in the album is a little bit questionable. But overall, it does a does a real solid job. And I was impressed by it. What's something I would like to see that are spoken about is DJ Khaled working with lesser known artists. Um you know, getting a bit more uncomfortable as far as not the no trying to make a new sound, but it's just like, hey, these two haven't collaborated before. Let's keep trying that. Why not? Let's keep going for these collaborations that might not make sense, but could something great could come out of it. Now, one of my favorite things that I did a couple of weeks back was I started my first food review. So I love going to Shake Shack, like eating burgers. And in general, I love watching food reviewing content. And this was one of those things where it's just like, as much as I love watching this content, I want to I want to create it. Why not? Why not create it? If I'm going to be spending bread on food, why not make why not make some content out of it and be the creator instead of the consumer in that aspect for it? So to give you some behind the scenes, for those of you that seen it recently posted, my Shake Shack food review on the burgers. Now, a couple of things to note about this. Number one, I sort of planned it, sort of like it wasn't exactly in the moment. It was like, you know, let's make it happen. If it happens, let's make it happen. I had the microphone in my shirt, had my girl, shouts out my baby, shouts out to my son over here throwing fries around. But she was recording me. The plan was, of course, while I'm eating, speak about it, have the camera fo- uh, faced on me. But there was a couple problems. Number one, the camera was in my shirt and I don't think it was receiving the audio. So it, w- it was at a point where it's just like, all right, once I got done with the recording and I was listening to it, I'm like, I can't hear anything. This is terrible. And I was like, damn. But I was like, you know what? I'll just do a voiceover instead. Did the voiceover eventually for it. But to backtrack a bit, while I was there eating a burger, the general manager or manager, I want to say, was pacing back and forth, like eyeballing my table. Now, I didn't notice this. I was too busy once I got done recording the content, enjoying the food, my girl was telling me, yeah, he just keeps pacing back and forth. And eventually it reached a point where he came over to us and he was just like, how are you enjoying the meal? How are you enjoying, you know, the store, the cleanliness, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Blah, blah, so on and so forth. (laughs) Oh, what's wrong with me? And then he gave us three free Shake Shack burger coupons. Coupons? Is it 
Does it consider coupons? Yeah. And I was just like, wow, that's incredible. Now, I was just like, yo, this is a sign. Definitely a sign to continue doing this. First time over here. Things haven't been working out. Still pulled through with the content. Still pulled to pull through with like the experience of it. And we got some free burgers coming out of this. And the the impact or the impact on others that was just around it, specifically that manager, it's like he viewed it completely different from me. I was just like, man, it's my first time doing this. Let's see how it goes. Let's see if I pull the trigger on it, actually follow through with him. For him, it was probably like, yo, these people or whatever they're doing, they're reviewing my food in my store. We got to make sure they get they get some love reciprocated. And it was just a uh, very dope experiences. I did a couple more videos on there, a couple more reels. Some of them, they might make the cut for more like, how would I say, like rough draft reel videos. Like there was a couple versions that I was just like, it's not going to make it. But, you know, I'm still I'm still going to push out some content, even if it didn't work out exactly how I planned. And that's the first of many. I have another food reel that was posted up this morning, as a matter of fact, Vivid Nectar Instagram, attempting to, you know, post consistently on TikTok and YouTube shorts. You know, we're trying to do it out here. So that was that was incredible. I'm going to love this journey as well, because, listen, I not that I eat out every single day for the most part throughout the week. I'm eating at home. But the weekends, we got to celebrate. We got to celebrate a little bit. And I, for those of you out there saying, hey, no, nah, we got to, uh, we can't be celebrating every weekend. For the, Listen, nah, I, I like living a disciplined life that I can enjoy. A disciplined life. Not the, not the phrase, you know, we're not here for a long time, here for a good time. No, no. A disciplined lifestyle where I can enjoy myself by eating out. And listen, if I'm spending the bread, credit cards, and this is something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to preach on here. For those of you that don't use your credit cards to get points for rewards, get that. That way you could get some cash back, some points back. That way you could, you know, keep that ecosystem going of anytime you spend, anytime you use the bank's money, not even your debit card, the credit card, that, you know, that company's money. It rewards you. It benefits you. Anyhow, what I'm saying is I buy food. I use my credit card. I get points. I'm making content. I'm getting bread off this content. This content is also entertainment. And to a certain extent, I do want to put some educational bits on this food. But, you know, I have like this whole ecosystem plan for this. And most importantly, I'm having fun with it and I'm loving it. And to end off this podcast episode, to have some, again, I spoke on bits of some of my failures, some of my advice, some things that I'm learning. And I would like to share these things with you guys. And for, for the end off of this, if you have an idea you want to execute, do it. Now, that sounds pretty simple. Okay, ideas, do it. That's it. Sometimes, you know, through my experience, I would find myself having ideas in my head, but never, uh, never pulling through with it. And this was on the Sleep is for Suckers podcast that I also got this bit of information, David Shans and Donnie Wiggins, where they were talking about executing your ideas in a timely manner. Because if you don't, sometimes they get lost. You don't remember them. And the one that will hurt the most is when you see somebody else executing that idea before you and it's booming for them. Even if it's not booming, the fact somebody else is executing on it and you thought of it first, but because you never pulled the trigger... It is what it is. Or even if it's not so much, you know, somebody else put it, why, why would you hold yourself back from the idea? Now, there might be some limitations, some restrictions, but ultimately follow through with it because you don't know the end results. Go through that journey until, you know, eventually you reach the destination. 
Now, there's that little voice in your head that may stop you saying, this is not a good idea. This might not be too bad. You know, sometimes certain ideas, after you think about it for a bit, it's like, nah. But for the ones that are stuck in your head, for the ones that are consistently in there, it's like, oh man, I really want to try it out. But there's just something preventing it. Just go ahead, go through with the idea. Because if you ain't going to do it, someone else will. And if someone else doesn't, don't let that idea get lost. So recently, I have a reel where I was like, you know what? I used to do track, track of the days on my Instagram stories. I'm like, wait, let me bring it to my feed. And, you know, let me play the music. Let me play the track of the day. And I'll do little bits of monologue throughout the track. And I'll awkwardly sit here and maybe dance, maybe vibe with it for a little bit. But that's something I want to bring because I haven't been able to bring as much music onto onto the platform as I would like to. Copyright, God, I hate copyright. Not only that, we're trying to make bread out here. So be on the lookout for that. That's an idea that I thought of. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do it. This episode, to a certain extent, I wanted to go for a more scheduled approach. I was like, you know what? Maybe once a week, have it organized. Nah, I got an idea. I'm going to do it right now. Food reels, an idea. And I was like, instead of just holding that idea, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So that's the end off for this Vivid Nectar podcast, episode 236. Thank you for tuning in, y'all. This is your host, Alexander. Yeah, for those of you guys that don't know, Alexander is my name. Some I know some people be calling me Vivid. It's like, eh, that's sort of, that's sort of dope. No, but let's keep it Alexander. That's my name. Getting a little bit more personal on here. And again, I appreciate the support. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode.